hello again and welcome in wherever you are today and wherever you're listening from. I'm so happy to have you over to feast upon God's word together. Get your plate ready today and take a seat. It's the 44, which is Matthew 4, 4. Man cannot live on bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Let's eat. I'm your host, Jed Yancey. And as we are right around the corner from my favorite holiday, Thanksgiving, I've been thinking an awful lot about all that this holiday, Thanksgiving, entails. I don't know about you guys listening, but, you know, life just happens so fast and it's it's just not right, really. Um, I'm still having a hard time wrapping my head around the fact that I'm a dad of two middle school girls like good grief uh, it, it it sure doesn't help either that some of y'all see them and make matters worse by telling me they're growing so fast they're getting so big and all the things like i i got it all right um I, i'm kidding but seriously i i think as we approach this time where we stop to give thanks that that even though most of us have a day off from work to be with family or you know we, we don't have to go into work and and we get the time to be thankful that even then if you are in any kind of situation like my family like there's so many moving parts and and so many things going on i, I get so wrapped up in everything except doing exactly what this holiday, Thanksgiving, is all about, and that is giving thanks. Uh, The Sunday after Thanksgiving, the church that meets here in Ocala uh, will be worshiping God in song and prayer, and it's all going to be centered around giving thanks back to God. Um, Now, it, it seems like this should be something we do often and something we do well as Christians, But my question today is, do we? Like, I I don't know about y'all, but specific to my talks with God through prayer, man, I I offer up a lot of of God, I need this and and I desire that. Uh, God, will you heal this situation or that situation? Will you help me blank? Uh, Will you fix that? Will you be with this person or that person? Like, I knock on the door with loads of asks, and I'm sure you do too, or at least I hope you do. The Bible tells us to do just that, to to ask, to you know, cast your anxieties on Him, to, to pray without ceasing. But for every one of those asks, most especially when God answers and He gives me what I need, or He heals the situation I'm in, or He helps me, or He fixes this or that, Uh, My question today is, do we even for a second consider thanking him for even opening that door? Or just as I started, is is life too fast for me to do that? Are there too many moving parts for me to stop and to thank him? Man, I I don't I don't know about y'all, but I have a serious problem with this. Like personally, I mean, like as many places he tells us and encourages us to ask and to pray and to go to Him with all that we have going on, there are just as many reminders to to stop and to give thanks. And so again, I miss the mark an awful lot here. 
Now, I won't read all the reminders God gives us of this very thing. You, you can Google them up for yourself. And in fact, I would encourage you to Google something as simple as thanks in Scripture and, and see it all for yourself. But, but let me just read one. It reads, Rejoice always. Pray continually. I just talked about that, right? Always knocking on the door. Pray continually. And give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. I want to remind you today of an occasion in Luke's account that sounds like us in regards to this giving thanks thing. Luke chapter 17, Jesus uh, Luke records for us that Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem. He enters this village where there are 10 lepers. And these guys are, are standing at a distance because that was the norm for a leper. Like they're outcasts. They got to be away from everybody. And so they holler out. They raise their voice for him, Jesus, to have mercy on them. So in other words, they knock pretty loud on the door and as is no surprise, Jesus opens that door and he tells them, okay, go show yourselves to the priests. And so the Bible says that as they're going, they were cleansed. Like, I can't, I wish we had more detail. Um, I can't even imagine the excitement if I was one of these lepers to see my skin take back its form. Uh, to feel a lot less itchy and scratchy. And and not just that, but to be so overwhelmed with the realization that I no longer have to stand at a distance. I no longer have to live the outcast life. Like we could go on and on about how these 10 men literally got their lives back. And yet, in that moment, what is so much like us, or I guess I, I should say so much like me, is nine of the ten just keep walking. They keep going. Seems to me to be the case that, that they did the very thing I do. I get wrapped up in all the moving parts and what's next and where I'm going and life being fast, and and they just move on with life. This this incredible answer to what they've desired and what they've asked and how badly they wanted to be healed, and yet the response is zero thanks. But then there's one guy who would have most definitely felt all the same things that these other nine guys felt, healed the same way, answered the same way. He stops in his tracks and begins to glorify God on his way all the way back to the very one that opened the door and healed him, Jesus. And this is nothing like the thank yous I go dishing out, because the Bible says not only does he stop, but he drops face first at Jesus' feet and gives thanks to him. You know, I, I can't help but to think that the worst part of this story of the nine versus this one, like, like my, my assumption is they're all walking together and going where Jesus told them to go. So, so when the one stopped to turn back, surely there were some questions from the nine, right? I mean, again, just my assumption, but surely they asked, wait, where, where are you going? It's this way, the way he told us to go. It's it's right on up ahead. It's it's right over that hill. It's just over yonder. Which I'm also going to assume the one 
told them, guys, like, forget where he told us to go. Do you not realize what happened here? I'm going to go back and I'm going to say thank you first. And yet, even in that assumed exchange, these nine lose sight, just like we do, of just how important it is to stop and to drop and to say thanks. You're 44 today. When it comes to giving thanks, are you one of the nine or are you the one that stops to go back to the one? Man, if if you're anything like me, you're probably behind on some thank yous. But let me encourage you today to not keep walking. Let me encourage you today to not keep going, to stop right now, to drop what you're doing and give thanks to God. Thank you guys so much for listening today. Wherever you are, wherever you're listening from, thank you. Whether I know you or not, I I thank God often for each and every one of you that tune in each week to gather around the table to eat from God's Word in your car, out for a run, at the gym, in a different state, in a different country. It doesn't matter. There's nothing better than eating from God's Word together. I love you guys. Hope you have a great Thanksgiving, and I'll talk to you next week.